You're listening to Minor Talk On Demand exclusively on 600 ESPN El Paso. Stay up to date with Minor Talk by downloading the free 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app. UTAP fans, it's time for Minor Talk with Adrian Bradas and Sal Montes. Minor Talk is presented by the Oscar Arrieta Agency. Seven locations across El Paso from the west side to Fabens. Wind Supply El Paso. Locate your nearest champion dealer at windsupplyelpaso.com. And Keats Southwest. Leading the industry in precision metal stamping since 1958. Call into the show at 880-5763 or tweet the show at 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Now, let's go live to the Lube and Go Studios with your hosts, Adrian Broadus and Sal Montez. All right, let's do it. Minor Talk is live. We're presented by the Oscar Arietta Agency. Our telephone number is 880-5763. That's our telephone number to get into the program. The Miners took care of business on the road for the second straight game. They handled Southern Miss in a swift 14-point victory today, 84-70. to Five different Miners scored in double figures in this one. Uh, you look at Jamal Bienemy, he filled the stat sheet, 19 points, 7 assists. Sule Boom with 12 points. Seven rebounds, five assists, and four steals after struggling to score in the first half. He also had Titus Verhoeven with 13, Jarrell Satterfield with 12, Christian Agnew chipped in with 11 off the bench. Uh, it was a um, you know balanced game by the Miners, and it was all predicated off their defense and what their defense was able to do because early into this one, the Miners couldn't get their shot to fall, and when they locked down defensively, when they uh, prevented Southern Miss from getting those easy buckets that the Golden Eagles had early into this game, uh, the Miners took control. They allowed 38 points in the paint, but they locked down defensively in the second half, and you know, for the better part of the end of the first half, they forced 18 total turnovers. They had 10 steals in this game. They scored 21 points off turnovers. That's the story of the game right there, Sal. Yeah, big time. And at one point, it was uh, 21 to nothing in terms of points off of turnovers. Miners able to really, I guess, counter uh, the amount of turnovers that they had on their own side. You know, by that's being right. able to to finish on the other end, and that's something that this team uh, has not been that adept at uh, so far this season. Which is strange because when we talk about their defense, they're all over the place. This team is somebody who's valuing every possession on defense. So they they want to deflect passes, of course, get the ball too, but they want to disrupt the offense. And really, the the thing that was missing, I, I think there's two of them, but we're talking about um, points off turnovers here instead. So I'll say that one for another day. But they really have not been that good in transition. Uh, pretty much all season and the talent is there but I think tonight or today <laughs> depends on where you're at uh, this morning they were able to convert in transition and that was huge if they can continue to do that game in and game out this team can be a lot better than what they are right now and this team is already kind of scary no they they really are scary Sal and they've won back to back on the road the biggest question is and we're all looking toward that next game can the Miners complete the series sweep uh, this upcoming Monday and uh, beat uh, Middle Tennessee who's the top team in Conference USA's East Division now this is real interesting because the Miners will have a chance to do this when three in a row on the road after uh, 
uh, hey, you know, this this uh, road stretch to begin with was going to be a really tough uh, stretch for the Miners, and the Miners had dropped back-to-back games against North Texas in the and the Marshall Thundering Herd, but now the Miners find themselves having won eight of their last ten games. They have the opportunity to knock off Conference USA's East Division leader in Middle Tennessee, who hasn't lost at home this year. Uh, this is a huge challenge for UTEP, but uh, first-year head coach Joe Golding has really embraced He's embraced these challenges with his squad, and he likes the fact that they're gelling at the right time. He complimented uh, their team chemistry above all things else today in the post-game interview, and I think that's really uh, revealing to this team and how far they've come along. When they have that team chemistry, uh, that's a tough thing to break if you're an opponent uh, going up against the Miners. I I think that's really, really quality stuff right there from this group, and uh, credit to the coaching staff and the the whole team for coming together uh, in this Mm -hmm. late part of the season yeah in the toughest part of the season too I mean this is one of the tougher stretches to close out a regular season of conference play that we've seen in some time I mean people talked about the win streak and how a lot of those wins came under I guess subpar or when you look at the record you know teams that are that are inferior or teams that might not look that impressive um, if you kind of just look at the wins and losses but to close it out though I mean it's been a, a brutal brutal stretch I mean they just played Louisiana Tech uh, on paper this will be the easiest game so to speak and it was tough to close it out near the end but what I'm getting at though is up next you have um, you have Middle Tennessee and then to close out the uh, the rest of the regular season you have Rice who they battled with and you have uh, UAB and North Texas those two teams are playing today two teams atop the conference standings uh, but it's not going to get any easier by any means so congratulations for beating Louisiana Tech in your first of uh, three and five games but you still got to go up against another team that can contend for a conference championship no no doubt Sal and uh, now UTEP is 16 and 10 overall that you're right none of these uh, games down the stretch are easy by any means and uh, the Miners will have to turn the page quickly ahead of their game in Murfreesboro Tennessee on Monday. It's a 5 o'clock start here in El Paso. They haven't lost all year. I'm talking about the Blue Raiders at home. They're 12-0 and on the season and uh, we'll have all the coverage for you on Monday. But if you'd like to talk about this one, now is the time to do it. 880-5763. That's our telephone number. We put up a poll question up on, on Twitter as well. 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter asking you, can UTEP complete the three-game road swing with a win at Middle Tennessee on Monday? Well, I guess it's recency bias, but a lot of minor fans say yes. 87% say UTEP beats Middle Tennessee, and 13% say no, the Miners lose on Monday. I'm actually in that boat. I, I don't think the Miners are going to win. I think that this has been a great road swing, not to take anything away from what they've been able to do. I just give a lot of credit to Middle Tennessee. Sal, I, I think it's a coin toss. I think a lot of people will go ahead and pick Middle Tennessee to, to uh, fall against the Miners on Monday. Early prediction from you. Where do you side on this? You know what? I, I think we made these predictions a couple weeks back, but I can't even remember right. what, what I picked. I mean, things are... Me neither. Uh, I want to say they're a lot different now, uh, but... Honestly, UTEP is getting better. However, Middle Tennessee has been—they've um, been on fire too. They—they they haven't lost a game at home. Uh, they have a big game today against Florida Atlantic. So if they can get that win, you know they're going back home feeling really good and and having a firm grasp on that on that number one spot, the Conference USA East. I think they know how good they are and they want to close out the regular season with a bang. And they'll have a challenge with UTEP going in, but um, I, I still think Middle Tennessee will be able to come away with this one. However. Uh, 
that's not to take anything away from the Miners. I mean, in three games in five days, if you were right. to tell me, if you could come away with two out of three, uh, that would be huge. And you know that one of those uh, wins would be against uh, one of the top teams in the conference, whether it be La Tech, which they got, or Middle Tennessee, who's coming up. I think fans would take that any day of the week. I'm with you completely, Sal. I Before this series even started, I say you take two out of the three, and that's a win in my book. And I didn't see two wins in this uh, road swing for the Miners. So the fact that they already got one against uh, Louisiana Tech on Thursday, the fact that they handled business today in Hattiesboro, uh, I mean Hattiesburg, uh, that bodes very well for the Miners heading into Murfreesboro on Monday <laughs> as they take on Middle Tennessee. Uh, if you'd like to talk about it with us 8805763 that's our telephone number got a couple tweets to get to we'll get to our awards later on in the show hot hand of the game brought to you by wind supply el paso and then our player of the game thanks to keith southwest as we continue here on minor talk rome's barbecue tweets the show the miners tend to play with the same athleticism of the opposing team today against southern miss no different we're way better and dispute call or despite the calls we win hashtag forget the refs uh this one coming in from Kenny Onyema. This was a case in which forcing turnovers on the opponents led to the win. UTEP played great defense today, and uh, that's coming in from Kenny Onyema. Uh, Herman Flores tweets to show, wow, when was the last time UTEP won back-to-back road games? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a good question, Herman. I don't remember. That's that's a really good question right there. Uh, Pinky tweets the show, great win, Miners. Keep it going Monday. Hashtag Miner Talk. And then he follows it up by saying, Jarrell Satterfield on offense. That's great. Hashtag Miner Talk. And uh, that's exactly right. With uh, Jarrell Satterfield, he had a trio of three-pointers in the first half. He drilled his, uh, his second or his uh, final uh, three-pointer in the second half, and he finished today with 12 points. It's good to see Jarrell Satterfield getting active mm-hmm. again in the scoring column, and they actually got a lot of production off that two-guard position. Christian Agnew with 11, Jarrell Satterfield yeah. with 12, Sal. Yeah, it's huge. Two guys that were able to come in and uh, really make a difference, but aside from that, though, two guys who come in and get north of double digits, that's huge. I mean, UTEP right. needs all the scoring that they can get, and uh, if you could get 20-plus uh, from two guys who don't normally who, who don't normally hit you know eight or nine you know you're very lucky to see them hit eight or nine uh that's huge they come in I mean yeah the defense was lapsed a little bit but at the end of the day they were able to contribute on offense and as a as a team you know as a whole unit that defense was in tune so I don't want to say they can get by doing that all the time but today was one of those games where uh you know you can afford to make some of those mistakes I'm not saying they did that on purpose but you know, it worked out that way. No, it definitely did, Sal. I'm completely with you on that. 880-5763, our telephone number. As we get started here on Minor Talk, if you'd like to tweet tweet us or give us a call, now's the time to do it. We're going to probably keep things short today on the show simply because we got to turn around on Monday, and that's the big game right there that everybody's kind of have their that everybody has their eyes on. But let's go to Keith, who's joining us out from Winnipeg. We love when Keith gives us a call. Keith, what's going on, my man? Hey, great. How are you guys doing? Aside from uh, being uh, happy after this big win, this is terrific. You know, I talk about it all the time. I said well, we have to uh, spread out those points. And what happens today? Five players and double uh, double points. That's right. That's spectacular. That is absolutely exactly what we need. You know, next, yeah, the Monday's a big game. And, and I, I mean, I'm going to give an early prediction. I don't, I don't think we're going to get blown out. If we lose, we're going to lose by, you know, maybe three to four or five points. If okay. we win, it's going to be about the same. 
But to me, that's not, that's not really the game. That, I mean, I'm looking forward to the game. Don't get me wrong. But I'm really looking forward to the last three home games. I think if we can win those three home games, that's going to give us the momentum into the tournament because we're not going to get it at large bid. we got to win the conference tournament, right? So if we can get hot at home and then get ready for the tournament, feeling good about ourselves, maybe even rest some players because – I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a feel-good story. If we win our last four, we get what? We, were, we hit 20, 20 wins on the season? Yeah. I mean, who would have thought we would have 20 wins like three, four months ago? Well, Keith, I was saying that earlier. Is Now, you know, when the Miners defeated – I think that when they defeated Florida Atlantic, I was kind of saying, well, now it's the quest for 20. And I think that was early to say it at that point, but they were 12-8 and eight at that point, and I felt like, you know, you could, you could see eight games in the picture that the Miners could win and have that opportunity. I don't think they'll do it in the regular season, Keith. I think you're, you're on the right track, but you might be uh, – really optimistic about those th- last three games. Like, let's talk about it for a second. UAB, second best team in conference USA. They're 44th in the country uh, per Ken Palm. North Texas is the best team in conference USA. They are 43 in, in uh, Ken Palm as, as far as their ranking across the country. You say, um, you know, the at-large at bid or at-large at bid for the com- uh, the NCAA tournament. I think you're, you're thinking a little bit quickly there, Keith, although, um, hey, I am with you on the fact that the fact that they're uh, flirting with a 20-win season in year one of Joe Golding, that's beyond successful for this group. So I, I completely agree with you there. I just don't know. that Those last three games are really tough, Keith. I don't know if they're going to get uh, two out of those three or even one, you know, one out of those three seems way more likely against Rice. Yeah, I agree. Um, do you think uh, um, – what is your uh, thoughts on North Texas getting in that large bid? Uh, great question. And hey, I appreciate the phone call, Keith. Thanks for weighing in on the show as always. And uh, really appreciate you giving us a call way out there from Winnipeg. Uh, Sal, let's talk about this a little bit because right now, North Texas UAB, they're within the top 64 mm-hmm. uh, based off the ranking. I could see if North Texas, here's the big thing. If you want uh, two teams in Conference USA to make it into the, to the uh, NCAA tournament, then you're going to have to hope that North Texas wins Conference USA outright with just one loss, and their loss came earlier this year against UAB on January 6th. So, in my opinion, I see the best chance of them actually uh, going as an at-large bid is you know solidifying this league, winning their last five games, mm-hmm. and then uh, going into the conference tournament as the top overall seed. Yeah, I think with North Texas, it all depends on uh, if they lose a game, you know, before the conference championship, which game is it and when is it? You know, is is it going to be maybe tonight against UAB? But even then, though, uh, actually, that, that kind of just derails everything I was going to say. I was going to say if they're if they do have another loss and they were to make it, it has to be in the semifinals or the conference USA championship because. Let's say they lose to UAB again tonight, right? Which which is not a bad loss by any means. UAB is one of the best teams in the conference. I'm but, with you. But, I mean, when the committee is selecting, and it's it's rigged in the first place. I don't like the committee selections. I think teams get hosed every year. But the committee's going to look and say, hey, well, they lost to UAB twice, and they were one of the better teams. What gives us reason to put them, you know, in the NCAA tournament? Now, let's say that loss comes against UAB in the semis or the conference championship. Then I can understand it. But to have two regular season losses uh, to UAB would be, um, you know, it would derail, in my opinion, their chance for an at-large bid if it doesn't come, you know, somewhere in the 
the semis or the conference championship. 880-5763. That's our telephone number if you'd like to weigh in. 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. That's 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter as we continue here on the show. I'm with you on that, Sal. I think I think you really have to watch, you know, as both these teams. It really has to we, we can't mm-hmm. make this assessment until the end of the season, and, I, I think. And you know what, too? He, he mentioned um, the minor's chance for an at-large bid, and I know it's kind of thinking too far ahead, but I think that same that same argument or that same topic could be spread all across the league in any team in conference USA. If you don't win the NCAA, uh, uh, the NCAA, the uh, conference championship, uh, the conference tournament, you're pretty much not going to make the tournament. Doesn't matter how good of a regular season you had. Wow, yeah, no, I'm I'm totally with you on that, Sal. Uh, let's keep it going on Twitter. This coming in uh, right now from Alexa D at Westside nine one five. It's mind blowing how just buying into a system and having confidence in your coach can result in wins. This was definitely not around last year. Go Miners, uh, the Beastmaster. He tweets the show getting hot at the right time. Go Miners. This coming from Kingsley Onyema. Minor victories are clear evidence of the dedication and leadership. Incredible coaching staff and players who believe in the one team concept. The mm-hmm. team, this team will surely surprise many naysayers. Go Miners. Hashtag believe. Yeah, I like it. This team is bought into the system. Not only do they believe in the system and Coach Golding, they believe in each other. You know, coming out of timeouts, you could see them talking to each other. If somebody's having an off night, they're bigging them up, trying to, you know, get their get their head right so that way they can contribute. But what I like about this team, though, is let's say a player, um, let's use Jamal Bienemy, for example, last game against, um, against Louisiana Tech. Wasn't having a great offensive night when it came to scoring, was a little bit indecisive. But on defense, he was locked in. And I think for anybody on this team, what is setting them apart from teams in uh, years past is that if one part of the game is not working for them, they're really, really hustling and contributing on another part. And basically, if their offense isn't going, they're they're shelling it all out on defense. And that's what we've really seen. And then we look at today for a guy uh, in Jamal Bienemy who did not have the best offensive game last time. Uh, he turns it around today, you know, 500 percent from the floor. And he still continues that uh, defensive intensity. So this is what this team is missing, not just from Jamal Bienemy, but all across the board. I'm with you on that, Sal. I think that you know they they have that balance. I think that's what's so important. They have the balance on both so- on on both sides of the ball. And today they showed exactly that with five players in double figures and uh, creating 18 turnovers defensively. Eight eight zero five seven six three. That's our telephone number. As we continue, UTEP defeats Southern Miss eighty four to seven. We're going to take a timeout right now. When we come back, we'll get to more tweets that are coming in on the show. We'll also get to some awards later on as well. That's our win supply El Paso hot hand of the game. Also, our player of the game, thanks to Keith Southwest. You're listening to Minor Talk, presented by the Oscar Addy at the Agency. More after this on 600 ESPN El Paso. You're listening to Minor Talk on 600 ESPN El Paso, brought to you by the Oscar Addy at the Agency. Locally owned and operated for 24 years. All right, welcome back to Minor Talk. UTEP defeats Southern Miss 84-70. to If you'd like to talk about it, now is the time to do it. 880-5763. That's our telephone number, 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. At 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Five minors enter in double figures is scoring. UTEP forces 18 turnovers today defensively. They score 21 points off turnovers and a very balanced day for the minors uh, who have now won back-to-back games on the road. Can they make it three? 
three in a row. Monday is coming up, and Middle Tennessee is uh, the team that the Miners will be facing. Middle Tennessee, by the way, top team in the, the East Division of Conference USA. They are 12-0 and at home this year so far. Uh, we're putting up a poll right now. Can UTEP complete the three-game road swing with a, a win at Middle Tennessee Monday? You could check it out. 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. We've got 50 votes in. Almost 90% of the votes say, you, yes, UTEP beats Middle Tennessee. There are 11% of the votes who say, no, the Miners lose on Monday. If you'd like to weigh in, now's the time to do it at 880-5763 or tweet us why you think uh, the Miners will end up taking that victory. Uh, back over to Twitter. Got a lot of tweets to get to. Tristan Pants on the show. Man, it's been a long time since I've seen UTEP sweep the La Tech Southern Miss road trip. It's great to see Titus continuing to re- contribute offensively. Keontae's eventual addition to the lineup should be huge with this defense and his rebounding. The Miners are peaking heading into March. Uh, hard to argue against those points. And you know what? Um, he said it's been a while since he's seen the Miners sweep that road trip. If I'm not mistaken, I think this is the first ever time they've done that. Oh, yeah, really? I'll, I'll have to look at serious? it. Yeah, I'll have to go back. The first time they've ever done that? It might be so, yeah. When they've wow. had those teams back-to-back on the road, I don't think UTEP has ever uh, swept that road trip. If I'm wrong, you know, go ahead and uh, and throw some rocks at me. That's fine. I won't even wear any gear. But as far as uh, as far as that goes, I do believe this might be the first time. I'll have to go back and check it out. Okay, that sounds great. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to see if I can find this. Um on my end. So this is what this is what it says. So UTEP has now won eight of their last ten. We knew that. Uh, UTEP has completed a home and away sweep of Southern Miss for the first time since 2008 and 2009, which is, hey, that's pretty important right there. Uh, yeah. UTEP has won both at La Tech and at Southern Miss on the same road trip for the uh, for the first time. You're right, Sal, wow. for the first time in yeah. their sixth try. So th- that's happened six times when UTEP has La Tech and Southern Miss on the road. You're exactly right there, Sal. This is the first time that UTEP has beaten well, both La Tech and Southern Miss on the road. And you know what? This season is a, is a lot for the first times because not only do they sweep uh, Southern Miss, which has been a while since they did that, but also, too, they got to win in San Antonio against UTSA. It was a while since they had won uh, you know, That's a game true. over there. They swept UTSA. But uh, we, we can even go back to uh, Thursday night's game where it was their first win in, um, in Ruston since, I believe, 2004. So game by game, they're starting to, to break some, uh, some curses, so to speak. And, uh, you know, they're also getting better. At the same time, I, I'm uh, a little confused by the writing from UTEP's uh, UTEP's release when they sent out, but I'll just read it how it is, and I'll try to interpret it how I think it is because we. I think somebody tweeted us before. I think this was Herman Flores asking the last time UTEP has won back-to-back Conference USA's uh, road games. So um, this is what the release says: This game marks the first time that the Miners have won consecutive CUSA contests on the same trip since the 2016. 16-17 season. So I'm going to interpret that as UTEP. Uh, this is the first time uh, that UTEP has actually won back-to-back games on the road since uh, you know that 2017 season. I'll interpret it that way. Uh, that's what it sounds like. I'm going to look yeah. at it though because I think they went on a, a two-game win streak or something earlier uh, when it came to road play. I could be mistaken. I probably am, but 
uh, I'll go ahead and look it up. Well, uh, you're actually right there, Sal. So the Miners have won back-to-back lead ro- league road games for the second time this season. So you're exactly right. I don't know what was going on with that writing over there, but uh, I will say that uh, you know it's still a big win for the Miners, nonetheless. Yeah, their first back-to-back road game, um, you know, road wins were um, Old Dominion and then UTSA. However, they had UTSA sandwiched in between at home oh. in that stretch. So yeah, you it, know it doesn't really right. count. This is a real. This is a true back-to-back road game uh, uh, wins for the Miners. Not you know. One win, and then you t- go back home, and then you go back on the road. That doesn't really count. This is two in the same weekend. So yeah, that makes I, I more think sense. That, that yeah. Ma- yeah, exactly. Let's keep it going on Twitter. Bryce Chauvin tweets us, five guys in double figures is huge going forward down the stretch. Good win in this early game after a huge win at La Tech. The golden era. Abel Mendez tweets the show, Boom had a tough day shooting the ball, and UTEP still scored 84 points. Love that Boom had a great all-around game, though. Testament to his hard work and great coaching by Joe Golding and the staff. Yeah, I love it because we look at the numbers, and, you know, in previous times, Boom goes, you know, 3 for 12, 4 for 18, something along the lines of that. And uh, when you look at the rest of the stat sheet, you know, maybe a couple rebounds here, sister two there, turnovers, you know, maybe a steal, but... I think throughout this stretch, although Boom um, in some games has been under 500 or well under 500, you look at what else he's contributing to. This man gets seven rebounds a game after he he had 13. You know, from a guard, which is what UTEP needs. UTEP needs uh, somebody to demand their their respect. You know, have that commanding presence when it comes to the boards. But five assists. Yes, he has five turnovers though. But he he turns it up on defense and get four steals. So he's able to equalize or, or cancel that out. And uh, he's just been a, a really really great leader throughout these last eight nine games. Hey, Sule Boom is definitely going to be a candidate for Conference USA Player of the Week uh, again. And and you know what too? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I heard John Teicher mention on air how he's approaching um, Bad News Barnes on the all-time scoring list. Wow, that's so, awesome. Great milestone yep. right there. We talked about milestones with uh, oh my gosh, Sal, I just saw that UTEP women's basketball might be going to overtime against Southern Miss. 68-68 oh, is the score. Uh, no field goals by the Miners in the final uh, 6 minutes and oh. 18 seconds. The Miners had held on to a lead for the majority of this game for almost 40 minutes of this one and they could be relinquishing it in the final second. So uh, we'll keep you updated with that as long as we're on here for minor talk. But yeah, uh, things are just not going right for that women's basketball squad who's now lost four in a row and they needed a win today on senior day, last home game of the season. Uh, But yeah, it's going to be a tough one for them to kind of grind this one out. Let's keep it going on Twitter. UTEP Mineto, our guy Joe John Sr. tweets the show, the players have bought in, they have made decisions to play hard, and they buy into Golding. Um, this coming in from J-K-H-N-A-I-Z-I-R. UTEP struck gold Ing. I love that. Uh, Ed McDonald, great team win by UTEP basketball. Sometimes you guys can be pessimistic players. Confidence sky high. It's a balanced team. And if we can get a pretty decent crowd on top of that, you don't know who's going to go off. I'm predicting UTEP goes 2-4 and four in this final stretch. Hashtag coaching 
eighteen and ten is the record that Ed McDonald predicts. That's that's awesome. Good Said stuff. Two for four in the final stretch. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Kevin's at Sleepy Kev Five. Great win for the squad today. Winning two games on the road back to back has always been a tall task for them. Not to mention UTEP shot fifty four percent from three point land today, which was awesome. We have to keep uh, this momentum going for Monday night's clash with Middle Tennessee. Uh, 8805763 is our telephone number as we continue 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter that's 600 ESPN El Paso on Twitter. Kenny Onyema tweets the show again. Love seeing Titus and my brother Z on the court for our defense. Hashtag minor talk. I like the one-two punch between Titus and your brother Zarek Onyema. Kenny, good stuff, man. I appreciate the the tweet. Texas Tech defeated uh, Texas today, sixty-one to fifty-five in this game. How about uh, a Bryson Williams check-in in this one? Bryson Williams scores seventeen points, grabs seven rebounds, uh, and he is one of the best players on both ends. In fact, he led Texas Tech in scoring today. Uh, Andrew Jones led all scorers for Texas with twenty. And how about this tweet that came? in ut basketball security kicked me out this is from will willie uh mo 77 on twitter i was sent this right now by colin deaver uh ut basketball security kicked me out and my fiance of our seats because i asked chris beard if he's doing okay then rodney terry turned around and told me come say it to his face big boy and i told him to go back to utep just an update (laughs) What do you think about that one? Hey, if he does uh, bring Bryson Williams back, to- <laughs> that's funny, man. That that is pretty funny. Typical hey, Longhorns, Texas, Texas yeah, Texas Longhorns Tech. get swept by the Red Raiders. Man, Chris Beard, that that was a personal one for uh, for Chris Beard. He he he's going up a team against a team who really made it personal. Uh, Mister E at Edward R eight eight five eight nine two five zero three. Coach Joe Golding could straight up coach. Team is getting hot at the right time. Sleeper in Conference USA Tournament. And McDonald tweets the show, sweep yes? That's correct. This particular sweep here has never been done. Uh, this is bit, this coming in right now um, from UTEP Minetto. Everyone has been wrong so far. Only a few fans like myself called this happening uh, even before <laughs> Joe Golding was made head coach. I love that. I love that by uh, uh, Joe John Sr. Also, let's check back into our poll. More votes have come in and more votes go to the minors. So 52 votes are in now and 90% of the votes say yes, UTEP. UTEP beats Middle Tennessee. Uh, a confident fan base, Sal, going into that Middle Tennessee game. And, hey, let's make a quick pick. Let's make two quick picks because we've got two excellent games yeah. on the Conference USA slate today. First off, North Texas going up against UAB. The top two teams in Conference USA going at it. It's it's at UAB. So Bartow Arena will have this one. Sal, who are you taking? UAB, North Texas. You know what? I got to go with UAB. I think uh, this team has been peaking at the right time. Uh, I mean, both teams are. Let's be real. Both teams. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a coin top, uh, you know, a coin flip. But I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Jordan Walker and company is going to be too powerful uh, for North Texas. Although Bell is incredible and Tyler Perry. I like Bell. I, I mean, Tyler Perry's also been incredible. Uh, and Thomas Bell has, has been, you know, fitting the bill especially for a team that wants to be aggressive. He is that guy to get the board and really start to push things for uh, for the main green. But I think North Texas is going to be able to uh, pull out this one. Uh, however, I do want to see a trilogy in the uh, the Conference USA tournament. I'll be damned if we don't see that. 
I'm going to take North Texas. Yeah, UAB okay. defeated North Texas earlier this year. I'm just simply taking them because I don't think McCaslin loses two to UAB. That's and true. And I think it, it stays on his mind. Although, I'll tell you this, Sal, I wasn't really impressed with North Texas in their uh, game against Florida Atlantic earlier this week. They won by just three. 54-51 was a tight game on the road. And, hey, they're going to be road-tested again today against UAB. So let's see what happens. It should be a good one. One other game to get to. Middle Tennessee taking on Florida Atlantic. This one will be at Florida Atlantic. A lot of minor fans should watch this one. I know that minor fans might want to watch that North Texas UAB one, biggest game in Conference USA of the year so far, I would say. Uh, but that that uh, Florida Atlantic Middle Tennessee game is real interesting. Um, I, I believe the winner actually has the, the first place rights in the Conference USA East look, Division. Yeah. But I will tell you this, Sal, both teams pretty strong right now. Middle Tennessee on their side, they've won four in a row. Can they make it five? Well, who do you take in this one? You know what? I think uh, I think Middle Tennessee will be able to take this one. Uh, it's a, a game where these two teams are separated by I think a game and a half. So even if uh, Florida Atlantic uh, gets the win, I think uh, Middle Tennessee would be up by maybe a half game. And the only reason I say this is it's um, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, Middle Tennessee at nine and three in conference, FAU at eight and five. Uh, but it should be a good one. However, I think Middle Tennessee gets it done tonight. Uh, this is a team who's also peaking at the right time, and uh, they they got to turn it up, man. I think if you're one of the top teams in the conference this is the perfect opportunity uh, for you to really just have a firm grasp on that top seed it is a big battle though however I pick uh, the Blue Raiders I'm gonna take the Blue Raiders too I think they go into Monday's game with a little bit of confidence and I think that actually might be good for the Miners because if Middle Tennessee goes home Monday at, on a five-game win streak UTEP has nothing to lose I mean exactly. they can go right back home they could be fine they can go up against UAB next week UTEP really has nothing to lose in that situation so uh, I think if I was a minor fan, can, you know, contrary to popular belief, I would actually want UTEP or I would want Middle Tennessee to win today. So yeah. then they come in with, you know, uh, they're kind of looking over their shoulder. Man, we've won five or five in a row. Can we make it six? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at that one in a big way. So Monday is going to be a lot of fun, man. I'm really looking forward to it. I think that's the time when um, you know everybody's going to be locked in on that game. I know today is an afternoon one, so it's a little different here on the show. Uh, the you know a lot of people are out, out also watching uh, Senior Day for the Miners, and it's overtime. Miners are up seventy six to seventy two. Uh, so let's see what happens Monday, man. That's that's where my eyes are at. Yeah, and it's one of the better games of the week. I think if uh, Middle Tennessee wins today, we you know, coming on Monday, that is going to be one of the top games uh, that, that can be headlined in conference. I agree. I, agree. Play. I, I think today it's really a North Texas UAB. I don't think anybody would disagree there. On Monday, it's uh, one of two games. It's Marshall and Southern Miss in the other one. Eh. But we look at a Thursday, and uh, one of the better games on Thursday would be, let's see here, uh, Rice against Louisiana Tech. That should be a decent one. But when we talk about the grand scheme of Conference USA uh, this week, UTEP Middle Tennessee has a chance to be one of the top games. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, Sal. It's gonna be. I think it's going to be a great game. I do. Uh, let's keep it moving. This is Joe Chacon. This, now this was a great team win. Getting the points off the bench was key. It's not too far-fetched that if the Miners stay close against Middle Tennessee, they have a shot of getting this road sweep. Hashtag repping from Cali now. Hashtag enjoying those El Paso weather. I think he meant this El Paso weather. And then he said, hashtag time for some Rita's. 
Sounds good, man. Ooh. Good stuff, Joe Chacon. You're my man. Uh, hope you have fun here in the 915. Ed McDonald, here's today's trivia survey Twitter question. Here's your three choices. You have to pick one of the three complete coaching staffs. The order has nothing to do with your preference. Just pick. Would you have the Texas coaching staff, Texas Tech coaching staff, or UTEP men's basketball coaching staff? I don't well, want to answer this. Well, let's just say this. <laughs> Who is the reason why all these teams had coaches change There you go. Schools? I don't I, want to answer this. I mean, it's, there's a connection. It's like a spider web, man. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to answer this one. You want to answer this? Uh, I'm going to UTEP. But okay. I'm always going to pick UTEP. Good stuff. But, I mean, uh, what's the reason why Chris Beer is at Texas? Because, uh, because Smart lost to uh, Abilene Christian and who was coaching Abilene Christian. Exactly. You know? There so, you go. Yeah. Uh, UTEP right now is 16-10, and 9-5 and five in Conference USA. Let's go over some stats in this one uh, a little bit more. Uh, I really like the game today from Jarrell Satterfield. Uh, he had been a non-factor, but they got him involved early, and I think that's the key. Like, you know, people have been wondering, well, what's happening with Satterfield? What can he do to get better? Just get him involved early. That's my thing, and I think he provided a great spark. We talked about the two-guard position, mm-hmm. having some great scoring there with Agnew coming off the bench and chipping in with the uh, you can't discredit Alfred Hollins in this one, although he fouled out. He had three steals and seven points. He had a pretty nice game off the bench. Uh, I also like the minutes that Zarek Onyema put together. He had uh, two rebounds in this one, and both of them were on the offensive side. He drew some fouls as well, so like the game from Zarek Onyema for sure. And then the five minors and double figures, of course, that, that headlines things for the minors, just having balance all around. Sule Boom, 4 of 11 scoring. He still gets his 12, and uh, the minors have no problem of uh, winning this one in Hattiesburg. Let's go to our awards cell and wrap things up here on the show. Um, let's start off with our hot hand of award. There are a lot of great options here, Sal. Uh, where are mm. we going on this one? You know what? I got to go with a guy who um, he, he's been on a stretch uh, th- these recent games, but uh, there's a specific stat where this team is undefeated when he gets double digits and scoring. And I uh, got to go with Titus Verhoeven, man. The, the, like this choice, this guy able to uh, be hot from the uh, from the charity stripe, going a perfect five for five. You know, fifty percent when it came to shooting. Uh, you know, regular field goals. He was also able to uh, to grab three rebounds, which I get it for a big is not that impressive. But my favorite stat from Titus Verhoeven tonight: zero personal fouls, zero. That's awesome. And he had, he fouled out last game. Yeah, and you see how effective he can be when he's able to be on the floor without uh, without limitations. Titus Verhoeven, our hot hand of the game. I completely agree with this one, Sal, because he had a great one. Another double-digit scoring effort by Titus, and UTEP is now 10-0 all-time when Titus scores in double figures. So interesting and, and a really fascinating stat to monitor as the season continues. And, that, and our hot hand of the game is always brought to you by Wind Supply El Paso. They They are the official supplier of Champion heating and cooling products. And to locate your nearest Champion dealer, visit the Find a Dealer tab at windsupplyelpaso.com. Player of the Game Award, this one's a little bit easier, Sal. Who are we going with? Uh, we got to go with Jamal Biennemi. Guy led the led the way on defense, uh, but alongside uh, Sule Boom. So I guess it was kind of like a, a co a defensive effort right there. Two guys are really embracing the challenge. But Jamal Biennemi bouncing back in a big way, scores the game's first points in a three pointer, and I think that's the perfect way that you could kind of wake up from an from a, an offensive uh, nightmare performance, I guess so to speak, on the last one. So gotta go with JB, fifty percent from the floor and uh, nineteen points total to lead Utah. Yeah, Jamal Biennemi was a total non factor 
factor uh, against La Tech. However, he bounces back in a big way today and scores 19 points to lead the Miners. Also chipped in with seven assists and zero turnovers for Jamal Biennemi. I love the assist-to-turnover ratio right there for him. He is no doubt our player of the game. And that's brought to you by Keith Southwest, who delivers the best precision metal components for businesses throughout the world, all made here in El Paso. Learn more about Keith Southwest online today at KeatsSW.com. Turning the page, looking over to Monday, UTEP's got one of their biggest games of the season on the road against Middle Tennessee. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm saying no. I say it's a great game. I'm, I'm kind of with Keith. It's going to be within five, and the Miners keep it close, uh, but they don't win in Murfreesboro. Still a great road swing for the Miners. Sal, you're still leaning on to no? Uh, yeah, I'm still in on the no. I think um, UTEP will be able to put up a fight, but still, though, out of um, out of these last four games that remain, it's three. Um, matter of fact, four really, really tough tests. What am I saying? This was a Southern Miss tonight or today. But you have Middle Tennessee, Rice, North Texas, and UAB. It's going to be a big challenge. If you could go 500 in that span, that's going to be huge. But when I look at Middle Tennessee, though, Jefferson, Sims, Lawrence, and Dishman, uh, they're their leading scorers, but also, too, uh, some of the team's leading rebounders as well. So they're they're active out there on the floor. UTEP's going to have a big, big challenge. But they're going to be up for the challenge. I think they will, too. I think they're going to make it close. And I think it's going to be a real fun game. So I'm looking forward to it. Monday, it tips off at 5 o'clock our time. We'll have coverage starting right here countdown to tip off starts at 4 30 and of course minor talk following the broadcast as well if you missed any of minor talk today you can download the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and uh, listen to us on demand looks like the women's basketball team will get a victory they've got a six-point lead going into the last minute of the of overtime so good for the miners to break that four-game losing streak and to get one at the haskins center on senior day uh, for sal montes i'm adrian Broadis saying so long and thanks so much for listening to minor Talk presented by the Oscarati at the agency right here on 600 ESPN El Paso. You've been listening to Minor Talk presented by the Oscarati at the agency. Get started on a home, auto, or life insurance policy at oscaratietheagency.com. If you missed any of Minor Talk, listen to the show on demand by downloading Minor Talk wherever you listen to podcasts.